if uh, you know, like, uh, you, 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 know, you, you can take the man out of Brampton, you can't take the Brampton out of the man. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, I guess I might as well get this back underway. Hello, welcome back to Anime on the Sea of Sky. I've got a bit of an entourage with me today, considering that even though the majority of us, well, not majority, all of us were able to have a bit of a peace and have our opportunity to finally go back to a con for, for at least to the, at least on my end, the first time in three years that any of us have any kind of like major event for everybody to just converse and have the opportunity to go about and at least enjoy and absorb everything that the medium has been able to go through and even evolve over the past three years. So at least like on my end, it was a fantastic weekend to just re-energize and get uh, get to know everybody and get the hangouts uh, going, or at least keep a consensus and keep everything organized. So uh, Brian, how's it going? Hey, uh, everyone, I'm Brian. Um... I don't know. What should I say? I'm, I guess I'm a weave a little bit. Uh, <laughs> anime, the club. anime North was like my first convention. Um, so like I definitely have like a lot of like stuff I want to share about that. Yeah, sounds good. Johnny, it was fantastic to, to at least uh, come by. This was probably the second time we'd even met in person since the first time we were able to talk online was like back in May of 2020. And so May, it was just, May of 2020, been, dude. We did the long, it's been ages, the long haul of the IRL Discord hang. And I'm glad that I get an opportunity to see you and talk shit about anime that we like and hate. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm cool glad that too. we were able to get together. Because when I was coming off of the plane, I finally just finished up JoJo's Part 5. And I was really hoping <laughs> because I knew that any, at any point that we were just going to be lining in the meetup right outside of the con, I knew you were just going to pull something out of Araki's pocket. So it was just kind of, and I already had the response set up, lined up and ready to go. And I'm really glad you ended up uh, pulling out the approaching. Oh, damn. That was oh, oh you're, so you're approaching me? I can't hug the shit out of you without getting closer. It was too long. <laughs> it had been too long. Oh, feels, feels good, homies. Hug your homies, man. Hug your homies, bro. Hug your just homies. two fellas hugging it out. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing right. more wholesome than that. Boys. Boys. Hello. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, now that you're just dropping in right now, yo, um, why don't you introduce yourself, Wizrad? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Wizrad. I've known Johnny for a long time, and it's <laughs> so good to know all of you guys, because, honestly, Johnny only hangs out with the best people. Oh, yeah. A, a, fact what? confirmed. No, fact confirmed. Because the very first thing I hear when I join the call is JoJo. I already know I'm safe here. This all is right. a safe space. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice to meet you all. Uh, I think uh, I met Jake in person as well. And uh, sorry, I forgot the name again. Heckles. Chris. Yes. Hello. 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 Here to talk smack about the con as well. Uh, no, I'm here to say good things because I'm uh, promoted by them. That's actually why I joined this podcast. Okay, perfect. <laughs> there you go. Bribery. Gotta have some kind of connection lining it. Through. Oh, God. The inside, man. I know. Mm -hmm. Gotta have somebody on both sides, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I don't think I've ever personally had a bad experience at any convention. But that's because I'm more, like, low-key and then I, I mostly do background stuff. I don't do, like, panels or anything like that. Man, we did nothing oh, but oh. panels this year. And anyways, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for actual topics and stuff. Okay, we got Chris. Sa as you, you got you to save it for the show. You got to save <laughs> it for the show. Yeah, you got to go. Take so yeah, Chris, how's it going? Uh, I'm Chris. I'll play Son of Sackboat on, uh, on uh, Discord. What else to say about me? I don't know. I've been, I don't know. I watch anime a lot. I've been, uh, in terms of the cons, I've been going to Anime North for a couple of years before that. So I've seen it since, I didn't start in high school. I started in like, like university. So maybe like 20... 17 i started going oh so you weren't like one of those days. yeah you weren't one of those crazy high school kids who's just like finding an excuse <laughs> no, no, to go drink no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> i wasn't one uh my, my type of high school would be like the uh the every, like eight guys to a eight guys to a delta room and uh <laughs> some guys in the bathtub, a couple guys in the closet nice uh, man oh i'm i'm, I'm surprised uh, that it didn't pass uh that that passed like fire code <laughs> I don't oh, think they just, I definitely don't, I don't think, think Yeah. Um we just they just we just don't talk about it and they just don't they just kind of just you know we'll just take their money. Just, I feel you. Don't notice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean got to save the delta for 40 bucks a month night. I'd take it. Anyways, that's all me. Okay. All right. We now we got one more to round out the group. Uh, uh hi, my name is Sai. Um first uh first time con goer. 
I grew up as a weeb, started watching anime pretty young, but fell off. It wasn't until about like 2020 till Brian kind of reintroduced me back into anime culture. Oh, he got you, uh, man. I think for sure I watched that's when I became a weeb, 2020. Yeah, that's when he became a weeb. And so it, it all started with, like, Konosuba, and then we did, like, a massive, like... Uh, oh, we watched uh, We watched uh, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, and then oh. from there we just kind of, like, deep-dived. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since, like, this year, just been jumping way back into anime, and, like, as a, as a first con experience, I'm sure we'll all be able to talk about it, but it was a, it was a great time. It was, it was pretty sensational, and, and being able to meet a collective group of people who liked the same thing as you was, was definitely a euphoric experience. <laughs> yeah, man. Always going to that first con is just, it's mm-hmm. such a world cha- yeah. changer. It's a yeah. mind better. Like actually, cause yeah, especially like what I remember going to at least mine, which I, I think mine was like uh, Vancouver, any Revo in 2013. And it was just one of those things where I'd, I'd still only been a fan for about two, two and a half years. And it was still kind of low key. I had friends at the, t- at the time, we were still into the medium, but they didn't have the opportunity to be free on that particular weekend to go through. And it's just, you get there, you walk, you start getting into that four block radius around the major convention hall and inside the area. And you start seeing, you start seeing, uh, what is it? Um, cosplays, like lining up the streets, bits mm-hmm. and pieces, yeah, and yeah. people. Then it's about half a block. Then it's about a good couple dozen. Then you essentially get to the core of the of the convention hall or the general area outside of the venue. And it's just like, you don't know how to process it all. It's just so ridiculous that everybody inside of that consolidated space is still has the same energy and has the same like passion and enthusiasm as you do. And like, I would say the worst part about it is that it's a little overwhelming, but it's just, you're so... I don't That's know. part it, of it. it. Yeah, it's it's so entertaining. You're so happy to be there in the moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, definitely driving up for like pre-registration. Even pre-reg, on yeah. There's yeah. cosplays and, you, and stuff. You'd be driving in, and as as soon as you saw like the people, the crowd of people walking on the sidewalks convert from like normies to people holding katanas over their shoulders, you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm definitely in the right spot. It's my people. <laughs> I'm approaching something. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking. In, I'm, I'm walking into something else. Shit, man. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how, how did uh, what what order did we want to start discussing these the topics? Uh, I guess like where where I wanted to like set everybody off is like, what is your con experience? Like, how what sort of cons have you been to? So we're we're gathered around this tonight's episode around Anime North and just our experiences for this year of 2022. Um, I just wanted to kind of get like everybody's observations for what they, uh, how they felt about the con and we'll go from there. But I guess like I'll start off with everybody's like con experience. Like what sort of experiences have you had in past in relation to like anime and, and cons in general? Well, you already know that it's my first con. First so. con? <laughs> Glad to have your cherry pop, man. Um, I mean, hey, that's like, that's the experience I want to hear the most, dude. <laughs> first con experience is the, is the honeymoon and that's shit that people love to hear. It never, it's never the same after that. It's like going into a con. What were you guys expecting out of it? What What were you expecting to see? Honestly, hazmat suits. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was rumors. Oh, there was a lot. Oh, actually, yeah, that too. Oh, actually, I want to touch on that later, just in terms of the cosplay, because I feel like a big thing for cosplay is definitely the release year. You know, because whatever's big that year, you'll always see a bunch of. I, yeah. But then, in, yeah. in terms of the um, uh, what I was expecting to see was honestly they were not they were like strict but kind of semi not really about the COVID protocols. Yeah, yeah. I was I dead ass so. expecting them to be like, all right, you have to wear this, and then since you're all weaves, you have to double mask for sure. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, actually, that's one Where's of the, the silver piece? linings about the mask too. I was surprised that they forced you to wear mask inside because the provincial law states that you don't need to anymore because we're in Ontario, right? Yeah. But yeah. then the oh, the silver lining was like oh man i don't smell anybody this is great because because the vendor's room is not that bad but as soon as you yeah. get more and more towards the gaming room uh if you freaking hit the was it the comic market or whatever it's called dude that that place is crowded it's, it was moist it's like, real. yeah it's real. like japanese shinkansen crowded bro <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the uh the first day where, where there was like the resale section and i think that was the only day that that vendor those like uh, resale vendors were available for i was getting toasted i mean 
just sitting in an absolute sauna hot box of like at least a hundred people crowding mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and just walking out of that, my internal body temperature was insane. The the sensation of having cold air hit you after being in that is oh my god absolutely yeah. otherworldly and I, I don't like like it was it was absolutely insane i do think for sure like the covid protocols surprised me a little bit as well i mean i'm a little bummed out because one of the things i was looking forward to was that con smell like everyone talks about it better things that you missed who talks about con smell i've this is the yeah. first time i heard about it i've always heard like tidbits from like people who've gone to anime conventions and like i mean you, you always hear it right like on the like the announcements or whatever, like wear deodorant or something like that. Yeah. Take a sure. bloody shower. Shower yeah. shower I mean, at least once a night, man. I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like... yeah, yeah. I do think that obviously like that probably that's probably more regulated and it's like I feel like as a result of uh anime becoming more mainstream nowadays, like mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say like a bunch of more normies, but it's it's more like you have a wider audience of people coming in. So like I didn't see any of the traditional like neckbeards, you know, maybe like one or two of them. I would be like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, there you are. But for the most part, it was, it was <laughs> there like, you are, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but for the most part, it, it was a it was a pretty good like variety of, of people coming out. I think the thing that surprised me most for Saturday compared to Friday was definitely the cosplayers because like day one. It was a really good introduction. Day two, I swear to God, it popped off. If if I were to play a drinking game for Anya, for Anya cosplayers, <laughs> I'd walk away just absolutely shit faced. I don't know if I'm you'd allowed have, to swear. You'd have poisoning by the by two o'clock. <laughs> by two o'clock, yeah. not even. Yeah, yeah. You'd walk in with a bottle and you're like, oh god, no. There were so many, so much Spikes family, so much. The yours, the everyone yours? loves yours. Oh, I, I love yours. I love yours. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's loving the yours, yeah. Because that was the uh... thing, yeah. Because in terms of this is a unique set because it was three combined years of Backlog. of the opportunity for not having any like outlets or any cons building up to it. So you did see like a good chunk of like the more recent popular stuff, considering that you did see Spy Family, you did see. Uh, what was that? I did see a bit of um, What's up, darling. Uh, dress up, darling. Yeah. Talentless reincarnation. Because oh, yeah. they had to play catch up. They missed twenty twenty and twenty twenty one for all yeah. those oh, yeah. releases. Not to go on a small tangent, but like I, I did want to mention, I saw a dress up, darling cosplay. Uh, it was a couple dressed up as Marin and Gojo, and that mm. shit, that was adorable. That was like super wholesome the guy was like the guy and girl straight vibes he's living the dream but i did want to i did want to roll i did want to roll over into another topic of possible speaking of the backlog so um while I, while i was waiting in the absurd line for starbucks for two hours i ended up making discussion with a couple of people behind me and they talked about how they bought their tickets all the way back in like 2020 for that. Convention. And it kept getting rolled over. Right? Oh, it kept getting rolled uh, over. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys' thoughts. Uh, I don't know if you guys went to pre-registration or not. Uh, fortunately, we did. It was a half an hour in and out experience. Yeah, it's easy. You pick up the badge and you're good. Showing yeah. up Friday and, and, and unfortunately seeing people get turned away at like 6 o'clock. Some guy just cutting the line off and being like, oh, you've been standing here, but... Honest, like we can't. Like you're gonna have to come back tomorrow. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on the organization? I think organization of this year, especially like being the first con back, uh, like out of the open in post COVID, it it was kind of be, to to be expected. I understood like they were trying to figure out like how to clear people out for vaccinations, so that slowed down the process as well. And then you had to like yeah. enforce everybody wearing wearing maybe not enforce, but like make sure that people were practicing to check good yeah. policy, good distance, right. being smart about things um yeah yeah i definitely give them the benefit of the doubt like it's incredibly difficult on top of the amount of volunteer work that actually has to go through to make these cons happen especially there was a lot of growing pains and getting back into the swing of things after a three-year hiatus to kind of like line it up especially with the addition of lining up the covid protocols for the rest of it because it was definitely i would say the biggest missed uh or like misplaced uh piece of organization on the friday on day one is that they had like 10 to 15 desks for registration and badge handouts. And they had about like four people at the front of the line checking uh, vaccinations and lineups. So it was just, there was a natural bottleneck of a lot of people, which definitely in, in, uh, in line in case a lot of people to wait outside in that blistering sun on both Friday and Saturday. 
I actually have a little bit of background knowledge on Those why that was why it was as bad as it was. For for the most part, there was I mean every convention always has problems like that. For the most part, they usually if I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but they usually set up on the previous night, the Thursday, because you have to pay for that. You, yeah. They they were basically renting out the space for the weekend. So I have a friend who is a vendor, and she was talking about how messed up everything was. Because normally she would set up in the creators market, and then she would come on the day before on the Thursday, because she's been doing Anime North for years. So usually you come on Thursday. On Thursday night, though, there was an issue with like the outside venue. I, I don't know if it had anything to do with COVID or whatnot, but they weren't allowing uh, the smaller creators to go in. If you had a big uh, setup, like if you had a big cell or whatever, uh, you you're allowed to go inside on Thursday and then set up. But then everybody that came on Thursday for the smaller sections, like no, you have to come back tomorrow morning. So then they opened it up at eight a.m. because they were closed throughout the day. But then you have to set up all your tables and you have to do your uh, organization for like uh, proving you are who you are. You have to have all your paperwork and all that stuff. And coupled with that, there was minimal volunteers this year. Yeah, because that's that's how they that's yeah that's how they handle most of the desk work. Because mm-hmm. the actual Anime North employees, they don't even go over a hundred. I'm pretty sure. Right. right? Everything right. else is volunteers that they pull from random weeb groups and random universities. Like, hey, you want to go to Anime North? That kind of thing. I saw that page. Uh, exactly. No, but then the big issue was, Sorry. first of all, they didn't get a lot of. I'm um, just the only but volunteering was thirty bestie of this year, so I've heard from one of the head volunteers. Oh, so you, see, that's what I was. There was also like when issues I thought... with getting into the volunteer portal. Like the vo- they mm-hmm. wouldn't even like it actually didn't even work until two weeks beforehand. So like usually oh, you get geez, a lot more yeah. career change. But yeah, so yeah. those like the two because... weeks I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, because I heard a lot about it from my friend. What she said was that it was less than half what it would normally be. And volunteers are bulk of their uh, like workforce, uh, manpower. Workforce, yeah. Yeah, their yeah. workforce. Sorry, yeah, gender neutral. Yeah, it's 2022. <laughs> can't get, I can't get canceled. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, and then I was just like, oh crap. So what happened with like, uh, uh, why why did it take so long to get the tickets and stuff? Because they open. This is what was confusing me. The normal procedure would be, uh, they open at five. That's normal. But then they opened the the pre-registration at five because normally you can get your uh tickets before at like uh one o'clock yeah Yeah, exactly at like 8 a.m even you go in get your badge get the hell out wait until they open the con at five but they did everything at the same time this year because they had so little staff there was one poor dude outside just checking vaccines and i'm like this guy didn't even read what like i could have shown him Uh, anything yeah yeah no i had the same thing you can always kind of tell it and it's like i get it you know they're definitely they're overpopulated they're understaffed but it's always a little funny when you pull your id they glance at it they look at you all right get in there (laughs) i imagine you're like you're like in full cosplay it's like okay yes thank you mr naruto yeah i think the i will say that Honestly, that is an unfortunate situation, especially if the portal didn't open up, if they were understaffed like that. I think the hardest part is definitely, like, whenever you put any person under, like, kind of extreme pressure, it's, like, obviously the staff are very stressed out. And then, like you guys said, it was very hot that weekend. I mean, Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. insane. Friday night, I still remember, like, all, like, dude, sun went down. Still really warm out. And Saturday was even hotter because I think we... I think we came for the full day on Saturday. I think we showed up around like two o'clock. Like three degrees. Oh my god! Oh my god! And I'm yeah. genuinely shocked. And, yeah, and it was crowded. <laughs> yeah, and also I will I will say like the people cosplaying commitment. I mean, we mm-hmm. see guys decked out. There was this one guy who's rocking this N hentai armor. Oh, that guy was decked out in like riot gear and N hentai stickers and stuff, but just completely blacked out gear. And I'm like, that guy. Is uh, I don't, I don't know if right we specifically were allowed to mention that, but he was definitely decked out in like riot police gears. He was the anime police. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, do here's where we have to be honest with ourselves. Do you think you could have done better? Right, because obviously they're a business. They want to maximize profit, minimize losses. So that's why the major part of the labor force is always going to be volunteers. They weren't able to get their hands on it this year. And then a commitment to them, because they could have easily canceled, but I honestly don't think like that would have been a good decision either. But that's why anybody that was complaining about it, how would you have fixed it, right? Because like I, I tried uh, right. to seriously think about it. Honestly, for the best thing to do would have been to hire people properly instead of just relying yeah. on... 
Because I don't know if you've ever noticed those volunteers. It's always like some 18, 19 year old kid. You <laughs> right. never see a, you never see a full grown adult. I'm like, sir, your brain isn't even fully formed yet. <laughs> right here. No, you're right. And especially if you have a volunteer who's like very like glowy eyed, it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna volunteer. Yeah, I get to be okay. here. It's just like, no. yo, get, get paid for your time, King. What are you yeah. doing? Exactly. You get like you go up to the front. It's like, sir, do you want your badge? It's like, I don't want to be waiting out in the hot sun for three hours. And yeah, I I saw um after I got my <laughs> this is so dumb on Sunday after um I waited in line with my other friends who just bought the day pass. We went back into that line that was waiting to get inside. At one point, I I saw it. It was honestly mind boggling. They were waiting for another like forty five minutes or whatever because we got in line at eight. We got their passes at like nine thirty. We started waiting and it started moving at like 10 by 10 15 one dude broke ranks and just ran in and then after someone saw him run in everybody starts running in and then, and then the, the the line fell apart i'm telling you i'm just like damn these weaves are gonna eat these people alive i feel so bad yeah it's staff yeah, holding the door riot. yeah you just, i know hold the line some- Hold here's some line. guy. Uh, here's some guy running in. Shinzo Sasuke. Oh man. Yo, crazy. but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we could have done this on Friday. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we're talking uh, about the best. Like, they did the best thing. Sorry, say again. Seriously, to improve it, you should at the very. They should at the very least. Like, I know they were trying to be very, like, thorough and with all their COVID procedure and all that, they didn't do any mail ads. But, like, you literally cannot do a con without mail ads. Like, that that would have no. cut out at least half the door traffic right then and there. No, and that here's what's, yeah, but here's what's dumb. You have technology. It's the future. There are QR codes on the Eventbrite app. Just get a scanner. Like, you know what I mean? Scanner? Because right, also on top of it. No, no, no. Obviously, obviously, I'm talking about just getting into the convention. Why is there badge pickup in the first place? If you want to get a badge, that's great. But well, I, I guess that opens up a whole slew of problems of like trying to get the actual thing. But I feel like we could just do away with the badges as a whole. I don't know how some of you feel about that. Like should be in the con is like checking yeah. badges that people are wearing as they get into the door. That's the easiest way. Yeah, to right. yeah that's out. true. That's true. No, that's why I was so saying just in and out with the exactly. in and out with the QR code, but that you can mail out the QR code. So it comes up with a lot of problems. Yeah, the number one issue with the QR code would, would primarily be like having to make sure that you scan everybody. And then I noticed a lot of times going from like vendor hall to the gaming hall, etc. Anytime they would check my badge, the best way to check is all the badges were color coded. Yep. So like the weekend pass was red, the Saturday pass was like I believe purple. Uh, camera the Sunday was, was green, yeah. and then right, weekend exactly. pass was blue. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's like that would be the easiest way. Honestly, all in all, though, outside of like the little hiccup with the registration and stuff, like they they did do a pretty good job. Like I was exactly. pretty satisfied. I was able oh. to. I was able to like all the vendors were were located like the setup yes. was really nice i like uh, my personal favorite little corner of the entire convention was definitely the gumpla were you there on friday and did you see the Tabletop. Uh, the mobile suit Gu- no the the mobile suit gundam dude walking around and then did yeah, they that hire guy. that guy or did that guy just show up? I feel like I he must be a cosplayer, right? Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> imagine the staff are walking around like, yeah, good job, man. It's so glad you hired him. He's like, I thought you hired him. He's like, was that just a random dude? <laughs> is that man no. on his own time? He's like, holy <laughs> shit. That's oh commitment. my God, he is yeah. Gundam. <laughs> oh, yeah, but also talking, <laughs> talking, talking about understaffed as well. Did you notice anything strange about the vendors? Dude, the halls were empty. Uh, the anime was... extreme wasn't even there i mean like they, oh they... in terms of like the uh, navito navito world it was at most cons wasn't here because it won't be at a tax on either but yeah so we're not uh, uh north i don't want to i don't want to touch it on that like too much because uh, I, I i know them personally but navito world just could not make it this year hmm. they could not make that it yeah right. because there, there's a lot of stuff happening in the background with their own store but then they could just not make it right, because because right. So most of the stores, they're also open on the regular Anime North weekend, right? So then it it, it, it opens up with uh, a lot of the uh, probably understaffed as well employee status. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is because I out. forgot what it was. I honestly forgot the name of the card shop, but there's only two people because this is actually pretty scummy. I, I've seen people do this. He's like, yeah, he got uh, he hired part timers to come do it, gave them the vendors badge, and then he lost them. Damn. 
so they didn't work yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like it's hard to find good help nowadays <laughs> yo man in post-covid world where you gotta like risk getting an infection and getting sick and going a little long covid yeah yeah I, I know a local vendor i know a local vendor is going to a tagathon and he well great talking to them and like he he really only just manages the vendor shop himself with his girlfriend and it's like geez that's Damn, rough. that's yeah that's rough buddy <laughs> Uh, I had, to throw, reference. had to throw something in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, honestly, I, uh, I'm not going to lie, completely blissfully ignorant to that. I was unaware that the vendor hall was a little emptier yeah, than usual. I know, because you were just you were distracted wait, wait, wait. by the shiny Gundam. If that was empty, then I yeah. cannot wait for next year when they, like, probably return to form, like... Yeah, I know, mean, I'm but... hopeful. I'm hopeful of that, too, but... Dude, with the shift to everything being online nowadays, I don't even like. I'm not sure how familiar you are with like businesses and stuff like that, but because Navita World is responsible for like, I want to say like forty percent of Ontario's like uh, figurine sales. I don't even know if that's like over exaggerating it. That's just the number as it was described to me by other people, not Navita World themselves. They're just like, oh, they're the biggest competitor for it. So the, I think part of the reason why uh, he they didn't even show up this year again this is just third party knowledge nothing confirmed he doesn't need to because like he's already strapped for employees so why on why on earth would you pressure yourself to go to anime North? because it's a mission because I remember right. I volunteered for one of the anime stores one year I'm like bro I did this for one day just to get a weekend pass I don't know how you managed to do this with only four people because <laughs> you start yeah. you start setting up like like I said you start setting up your booth at Thursday. You get there at like maybe in the afternoon. So from 6 to 11, you are just building your section, putting in tables because you have to you have to haul in shit from like outside to the inside because nothing is like they don't help you with anything. They literally are. Right, this is your space. You're responsible for everything by yourself. Have at it. Yep. Vans, inventory, pullouts. Everybody's exactly. trying to get a, everybody's trying to get a dolly if there's a spare one around. Like those exactly because yeah, oh, and if you bring your own dolly, you can rent it out to somebody. It's like, yeah, I'll let you borrow it for like fifty bucks for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's very cutthroat. But nowadays, with everything shifting to online, there it, it just feels like there's no need for it for some vendors. Because I remember oh, the wow. yeah the, the there's a local comic book shop that's in Mississauga uh, called Planet Hobby. That guy, he's like, I'm not even going this year because it costs so much, and then you barely, you barely break even. If anything, you do a little bit better. Well, because it's comics, right, for him. But right. uh, I figure anime places might be doing a lot better. But then he just says it's it's so much work for very little rewards. So unless you physically enjoy going to the con itself, there would be no reason for a vendor to set up. And it's pretty interesting to hear about because honestly, I I I think to a certain degree, like you guys are right. You know, like with COVID, app, well. With with us being on the back end of COVID and with like profit margins being way tighter than they were, you could argue that a lot of these places would want to come purely for passion, right? Just to, like to entertain the fans, to be a part exactly. of that experience. But then at the same time, uh, is that a is that a rich man's luxury, right? If you're barely yes, you're barely you're... Working even, and let's say like the year hasn't been great, or let's say that you're doing well, but that head start would be completely diminished on the risk that you may or may not do well going to a con. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, it is a question of if it's worth it or not, which is a bit it's of a bummer, though, because I, yeah. I, I personally, I'm still huge on like physical collections. I'm still mm -hmm. huge on going in store, shopping mm -hmm. around, and and really being able to like. I love uh, online shopping as much as the next person, but I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of making a day, going to different hobby shops, checking out you know what's available, and and being able to see like the nooks and crannies because sometimes you you discover things in person that you would be unable to find after browsing like a hundred pages of an online website. I just feel like there's something very unique about that, about that experience. Some of my mm -hmm. fondest memories growing up, uh, getting into anime would definitely be like checking out like generic stores like H&B, but then going to local comic book shops and being able to talk to the owners. And, and Holy really, shit, did you, you just know? say HMV? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you're showing your age. No. No, funny enough, I, I yeah, funny enough, I used to I used to work at HMV. Oh, nice. Uh, for a little bit. But yeah, no, I definitely think like personally, I I, I think I'll always prefer the in-person experience. Mm -hmm. I think that was mm -hmm. the biggest the biggest bummer about COVID was just mm -hmm. everyone accepted, oh, we can do online virtual shopping. Isolation is better. I don't have to go out. And for some people, like I totally get that. But it is a little sad that like we've just sacrificed. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's human a passion interaction. For you. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I feel yeah. like it's a little sad that we've sacrificed human interaction for convenience. You know, I feel I like mean, we just I, evolved in the wrong direction. But you know, it's just yeah. me. I no, I totally agree with what you're saying. However, I just wanted to point out it's a business for them. 
Yeah. They at the end of the day they have to do the math. And if like yeah. it doesn't make any sense you for you to at least break even, right? Like, you gotta break yeah, even, yeah. No. There's no way you don't break even unless you have zero product. That makes no sense. Yeah. Right? Everybody loves the color black. Because like remember I, how I told you my my my, my friend is a, a comic uh, or or uh, she was at the comic market, she's a vendor. Mm-hmm. She literally brought 100 pieces of comic a custom art. She sold out in two hours. Sick. Nice. So this is no. how this is how this is how smart she is and what a veteran she is. She said what she did before. We tried to bring like 300 uh, custom posters for Friday, 500 for Saturday, and then 300 for Sunday, or like 200 or whatever for Sunday. Yeah. And she said it would literally eat up most of her free time after school, after her regular job, throughout the whole year. And she's always like scrambling to because she had to do finish like two posters in one day or something like that just to reach uh, to reach those numbers. And then she's like she's stressing out. So what she said is like you know what I'm not gonna stress out for this year. Because obviously it's like uh, like uh, the first one since COVID. So what she did was she sold out after three hours and then she sold her booth. Because it's your booth. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, dude, to pay for the booth is $300 for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Or no, sorry. I believe it's like 500 Again, this is third-party knowledge. I don't want to confirm anything. Because then Anime North is going to come at us with the DMCA. Yeah. It's like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's actually... I heard, uh, uh, heard you was talking <laughs> shit. No, 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 sorry. It's like 300 per day. So then it comes up to 900 or 500 uh, for like Saturday, Sunday or Saturday, whatever combination yeah. you want. Yeah, or whatever. Just for the day one, whatever. And so it's also a lottery she, system. It is oh, lottery yeah. system. Okay, so he yeah. knows. Yes, I was just about to explain that. Oh, God, what you do is, game. No! Yeah, literally, I literally, gotcha, baby. For, for, the, for the like small indie vendor type thing, you throw your name in a ring and then you get randomly selected. And if you get selected, then... Um, uh, uh, it's all, it's all yours for the weekend. You can do whatever you want with it. So what ends up what people end up doing is they start they do like bidding wars. I think there's like a Facebook group chat or something like that. I'm not privy to it, but um, you can say hi. Uh, I'm offering my table Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever. And then yeah, people bid on that after the lottery system, which I feel like defeats the whole purpose of the lottery system. <laughs> but um, uh, what ends up happening is she she paid I think whatever like fifteen hundred for the weekend. But then she got like three thousand for the booth. Pretty good. So on top of selling out her own out, uh, yeah. Instead of uh, on top of selling off her own art, she also made money off the booth because that's that's prime real estate. It's free oh, real estate. People resell anything yeah. nowadays, bro. Yeah, that, that's why I'm, it's honestly like the amount of money that you don't see getting changed hands would make you throw up. Yeah, that is insane. You know what? Speaking on vendors, though, I will say. As somebody who has always struggled with finding like quality anime merch online without being able to verify if it's going to be good yeah, or not. Yeah, because you're going to take a random shot in the dark and this thing's so expensive. Exactly. And sometimes like you'll get something and it's it's like the, oh, it's this is the real and this is the Wish version. And you got the Wish version, <laughs> right? Yeah. I've been there, man. It's a, it's, it's a hard time. But I will say absolutely lost my shit going in and buying as much as i did like the amount of art prints that i saw and the amount of like just the the wide variety and i don't care i'm putting the money down i'm buying a goddamn katana next year i don't give a shit just make sure you go full tang yeah full shit dude i saw so many cool like items and pieces of, of memorabilia that i just knew i was like okay i can't rub my pockets this dry not to mention that there was a bunch of things introduced to me that i was just completely unaware of really obvious stuff too so nothing like crazy but like seeing uh like studio ghibli art books uh i'm a huge novice to ghibli movies i've yeah. only recently watched mm-hmm. spirited away and that movie was absolutely sensational but I saw the art book for it, and I really wanted to pick it up, and I'm glad that it's available online. But mm-hmm. seriously, like being able to see stuff like that, it's again, it's one of those things where wouldn't be able to see it unless I was just browsing around. Oh yeah, for I, sure. yeah, because oh, it exposes yeah. you to so many cool things that you never knew existed, right? For sure. And then also the amount of gunpla vendors, like mm-hmm. what the hell? Big sellers. Actually, crazy that. Like, Wait, did you I, think it was a dying industry or something? No, 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 no. But just <laughs> again, right? Like first time, because like I've been into I've been to hobby shops, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and for the most part nowadays, hobby shops are a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Anime Extreme in like downtown Toronto, for example. If you go into if you go into one of their shops, you'll find like there'll be a collection of like figures, manga, comic book stuff, right? Anime related stuff, and then obviously like, Anime Extreme is uh, slightly overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and go on. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> good thing I've never bought anything from there. Thank God. But uh, personally, what did Anime Extreme do to you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They took everything from. Okay, but um, 
but going in and, and, and seeing like the vast variety. I mean, I was super overwhelmed by the sheer selection. Oh yeah. Not oh, yeah. to mention very surprised. I don't know what I was expecting for price and stuff, but I saw a perfect grade, uh, Gundam unicorn kit for like mm-hmm. 1500 bucks. I was like, what? Huh? Wait, you, you know, because they're definitely collector's items. And if you look at it, uh, the reason it's probably price is probably because it's an original first edition. Because they oh, have reprints man. of those. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, no, that's all, that, oh. See, what I never understood about that and in, in just in general about the collecting, like those kinds of things, is it's supposed to be built, but it, this isn't even take it out of the box. This is keep it in the plastic because otherwise, because <laughs> like that's not, imagine somebody buying that and then going to the gunpla corner and then starting to rip it open and start building it. <laughs> <laughs> all of those yeah. nerds would kick your ass no, absolutely. <laughs> you know what, if you look at the if you look at the like the convention of like what collecting is yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You, you buy something and you're like you have value now and some guy standing <laughs> yeah. next to you it's like i guess it's got value now guys you want to check this thing out like that's that's literally like how all collection and, and no it's all it, it, kind no. Of but it's interesting to see that unfold i seen a um i saw a tcg like Yu-Gi-Oh booth i saw a first oh no print first edi- <laughs> yeah 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 no cuz like you probably saw me there too <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, i saw i saw a first print first edition like dark uh, magician uh, there was no, a girl no I, I this one was just the the original print dark magician going for like 600 bucks and that oh, was cheap that's cheap oh yeah, god no, no, no. Dude, i'm telling you the collecting <laughs> stuff oh, if if you look at like um uh first edition no first edition uh secret rare for change of heart i think it was up to like a thousand something and then if you go to the first edition blue eyes i think it was up to like two thousand oh yeah no especially Uh, yeah yeah what actually scares me is pokemon is actually more expensive than Yu-Gi-Oh, and then obviously magic is the most expensive of all time yeah because if you look at pokemon the charizard v mega or the Charizard X Mega, whatever it's called, is like five thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. They have it in a safe and on display, and I'm just like, oh god, I wouldn't want to walk around with that thing. You're not touching yeah. this bad boy. And then a ten, I know. And then what is it? A ten gem mint uh, mm-hmm. Charizard first edition. I think mm-hmm. ended up going for over a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, well, I mean, no, definitely not an anime whoa, north. Whoa. Definitely not an anime north. <laughs> Not at Anime North, but just yeah. but just the collection, especially trading cards and cards in general. I was helping. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was helping my granddad. I saw. I forgot what it was. Hockey's collection. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's nuts to see those prices. <laughs> yeah, no, even booster packs. Well, there's nothing guaranteed inside. You could get the complete. This is Iro uh, Gotcha. Dude, we were we were playing fucking gacha games when we were six and seven. We were we were taught young. It's yeah, uh, it's all it's all gambling addiction went hard at a young age. Oh no, I just put that together. But can you imagine you sitting there, you're assessing your choices. It's like all right, down payment on a house or childhood Mm -hmm. dream achieved. Mm. (laughs) Hey, that's easy. (laughs) And then no, the the true salesman will be like, you can always buy a house. I don't know when this is going to be available again. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, yeah. this yeah, guy sold me go. on it. Yeah, Gaslighting is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I might just have to reevaluate my life choices. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Uh, in addition to all the pricing and stuff like that, I, yeah. I honestly, I don't know. This is kind of like the downer side of me. I don't know if the next year is going to be better. Uh, there's always there's always a peak, and especially when yeah. it comes to uh, yeah, the demand for the because there's always going to be supply for collectors and everybody that mm. have been holding them on for decades, but all the bit it's that's all where the demand yeah. comes from because i'm trying yeah. to think it wasn't that was kind of the same deal i've lost a bit of my material need for the rest of it i didn't i definitely wasn't looking for too much stuff inside the dealer hall but johnny and i walked by a booth that for me it was the first time i'd ever seen something like this where they were actually selling cells yeah. um from like reprints from recent shows so you had some cells from demon slayer you had some cells from pokemon yeah. you had some cells from that, yeah. yeah you saw yeah had some cells cool. from like maiden abyss oh and then johnny and i were like if i i wasn't really feeling much uh pressure in my wallet but at that moment uh johnny and i were walking by and there were original prints from the jojo OVA the 90s back in Polder, no yeah. way! A frame Dude. of Polderef was going for two fifty, and it's like, yeah. oh god, no. there's no way I could. But oh my but god, but it's there. But but there's no way I fucking could. But it's there. <laughs> it's like you know, that's, that's when you gotta go. That's when you gotta go full Marie Kondo. Oh yeah, <laughs> you remember who does she is from Joy. that play? Yep. Yeah, does, does this spark, spark joy? joy? Yeah. 
I mean, mean, I'm sorry, yeah. but I, I'd have to just like I'd have to sacrifice everything in that moment to get that to get that cell shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, because you, you you I think you saw me when I when I had it uh, on me, but I I think I mentioned that I'm probably one of like four people, uh, and then the other guy probably like committed suicide last week. Um, <laughs> that genuinely enjoyed cyberpunk. Like so oh, when, when right, I was just were, walking down, yeah, like, I was get out your fucking mug. Yeah, oh, yeah sorry, I man. was. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. There's only three of us left. I'm pretty sure the other guys are gonna retire soon too. For the mug, it was literally the last one available. And then I, I, I knew the guy was trying to sell me on it. Was like, yeah, I started off today with five of these. This is the last one. And then I'm like, damn. And he's just like, I have no more in stock. I look, uh, and then I, I looked around the con, couldn't find anything that I liked as well. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for the mug because I already have like a million mugs. But I still went for it. Why not? Why not? I, that's exactly yeah, that's exactly it too. My because like going into this weekend was definitely mm-hmm. I will make the money back mm-hmm. if I if I yes. see something and I know that I like it in that moment. And you know what? Like that that philosophy turned out to be so true. We had a buddy come mm-hmm. with us on Friday for the resale mm-hmm. session. And he saw it was a it was a bundle God. of one piece one one piece poster. thirty dollars <laughs> and he loved those prints. He was like, "Wow!" And I'm telling you, this guy never buys shit. He's one of the most frugal guys I know. Respect to him. But he said, "I'll walk around and I'll come back." And he never saw her again. We oh. hunted. We tried to hunt it down for like twenty minutes. We we split up and like walked around. <laughs> oh, no. She's gone. She was gone. <laughs> the freaking oh my god! I love those group hangouts because then that's how you know that uh, you you got a group uh, a good group with you. But th- 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 that's part of the thing about the convention, right? It's it's that's part of the excitement of the hunting. Now, see, he he spotted that randomly. Imagine you're looking for something for like ten years. Years? No, I don't. Really <laughs> no, I can't imagine. <laughs> Because, like, I've had friends who are like, oh, I've been looking for a specific manga for my collection. He's like, I have almost the complete Naruto, but I'm missing, like, 47, 52, or whatever numbers. And he's like, he, he messaged me, if you see these, let me know. I will pay you double for whatever you find. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain fire that gets lit on yeah. when you're just like, nah. Because like, you see the collection, and mm-hmm. then you see the gap in the, the thing collection. that's missing is just, like, my you're greatest failure. Like, God damn it! Why can't I find these things? <laughs> oh man, no, for real. Um, Specifically for like manga volumes, when you buy the triple volumes, it's not the same. No. It's no. really not. It's, it's a, it's really a different edition. Not. I mean, yeah, it That's, is. So, yeah. so now you have to collect two things: the triple edition and the regular. Right. I will say the good thing about the triple editions is that some of them. So I'm. So right now I'm reading Vagabond, and the triple. Oh like, no! Uh, don't please. do that to yourself. I know, but you know what, Wait, man? You know? I, I, I've already gone down this rabbit hole. I'm reading Berserk, Vinland, and okay. now I'm going to read Vagabond. Oh, a true, a true you, just, you just hate... <laughs> I, I am, I'm a whore for Seinen, bro. No, you just uh, enjoy suffering. Is what that sounds like. I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of a masochist. That's the you know starts playing. But, uh, but, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I will say, I will say, um, the Viz Big collections are nice when they have like the art kind of connecting yeah. on the spine that being said uh i'm also a huge fan of, of dragon ball and mm-hmm. if i were to go you can you can go online and if i can ever find it at a con i will i'll pick it up right then and there you can buy the full box set with all the individual volumes and it comes yep. in like a kind of a collected box set for dragon ball z i mm-hmm. would prefer to get the single volumes you know there's something about like having the single volumes that that feels a bit better than it's kind of like because the Viz big is really it sounds nice. like something that you could like carry on. around with you everywhere, right? It's more like a some like something that you keep on your shelf to like uh, for for decor, right? Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. It's just it's a nice collector's piece, and 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 also like um, to some degree because depending on the manga, like they won't have certain uh, mangas in print for the single volumes right. anymore. Then yeah, mm. it is more more most definitely it's like a collector's piece because they come harder to collect, yeah. Yeah, and it's if it's something that you genuinely love, and if it's like def- if it's a, like your buddy who's collecting Naruto, I'm sure he loves Naruto. I'm sure he. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he's. Absolutely I mean, yeah, he's been on it for. No, this is what's wild though. We started reading it together. Now he has a kid. I'm like, 
Damn it. Oh, oh my god. I know. I was just like, I'm old. I'm that's, old. And he's just and he's still trying to build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I entered the time skip bar, came out with Yo, a kid. Man. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. No, he has a house, he has a wife and a kid. And oh like literally, god. this is all she lets him have. She's like, if the son sees this, I don't want him to get into this too. And I'm like, no, oh. that's all I want. That's all I want. What's the point of having a kid? I need a little buddy to do group cosplay with. There are two family yeah, cosplays yeah, yeah, that yeah, I just yeah. so loved. Obviously, the Anya one was big. I saw some cells at work, which is amazing. Oh, I saw a couple of those. Like, yeah, 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 you saw oh, the doing There's a Demon yeah. Slayer one where yeah, with a little baby Demon Slayer. Yeah, and he had a box, and he told the kid to get in the box. <laughs> it was like, wow, that's pretty, dope. that's pretty dope. I saw a family. Um, I think uh, I think one guy was Nitsu Nezuko, and then the, mm-hmm. their two kids were were Demon Slayer corpse members. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Uh, that's yeah. Good. That seeing like every so often seeing like uh, adults still kind of be passionate about the things that they like, very endearing. Because for sure, I think like like I'm personally I'm 23. I still have a lot of time to to be able to like indulge in like hobbies and stuff. But I know that the older you get, you get a lot busier. And, and you know, really, it'll catch up on you, young man. It'll, it'll huh? absolutely, absolutely. And even now, like there are times where like I have to I have to pick and choose from what I want to like spend my time doing. Do I want to play games? catch up on anime, catch up on manga. You definitely have to make time for things. So seeing yeah. people still come out to conventions and being able to enjoy these things, like really super wholesome. Like that was the best yeah, part of the sure. best part of the whole con experience was just like, you could tell the energy as soon as you touched like Rogers Congress Center, you could tell everybody was in a good mood. Everyone who was there wanted to be there except Brian, the Gundam guy. <laughs> oh, the Gundam guy. <laughs> so on day two, <laughs> so on day two, I don't know so if anybody was outside the Delta on day two. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so we were leaving to go to the other side, to go back to the vendor hall. This was after um, this was after a mecha panel, and uh, some gentleman with a Gundam hat just started straight swinging <laughs> on this guy. And it was just—it like, it, it was one of the religious like. Uh, it was yeah, 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 it was the weirdest confrontation because at first I'm like, oh, it's just two guys having a confrontation. This guy turns around and he just sees a giant like. Gundam on his hat, and I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it! Of course, it's a fucking mech lover. <laughs> giving us a bad name. <laughs> giving us a bad name. God damn it! That yeah. was. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys had fun though, because honestly, it, it's gotten to the point where I like I'm used to it, but I I still enjoy it. You know what I mean? I feel that. I feel. Which that. is why, like, yeah. uh, it's it's important for the new generation to obviously have this kind of stuff because I remember I've had some friends who like have kids that have never been outside of COVID, so. When I remember my friend, uh, his kid came outside of uh, like daycare one or like the first time he went to daycare, he had never seen that many people and he threw up. And I'm just wow. like, okay, yeah, it's it takes apart from like the human experience is why like in person events are so good. And I'm so glad that it actually, I hopefully it was successful this year and then it gets better next year. Yeah, for mm. sure. No, it, it it definitely was great. Um, truth tr- truth be told, like fan expo is happening next month, but I was mm-hmm. talking to, I was talking to Brian about this too. This convention just like I I remember being I remember back in like 2013 I was in grade nine and I was like kind of the awkward like teenager who wanted to go to this anime con because again at that time like 2013 that was like that was kind of the beginning of the breakthrough period Attack on Titan was really popular and, and mm-hmm. everyone was starting to kind of see like anime as a bit more of a mainstream like, like more like a global um, phenomenon right because it became yeah, yeah, yeah. Online streaming also like coming up, so it made it a lot easier for everybody to get access to anime. Absolutely, so, like, yeah. People didn't people didn't have to like look uh onto like fifty different like fan like, websites. Like, and, like, YouTube, like, I remember Spaniel, even like growing three up. Parts. Yeah. Oh man, for real. And I remember even, like, part one, like, part two, part three, and it's in reverse. <laughs> oh no, please. Yeah, we're gonna throw the algorithm off. It won't catch us if we do this. But uh but the YouTube like, live streams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. But even like seeing like the uh kind of the updated like cause you know what good really good point with this with the streaming stuff. I remember growing up, um, closer to when I was in like grade seven or eight, this was back like a bit a bit earlier, um like all the way back to like two thousand eight when I was watching anime. Um a lot of the fan subs and fan translations, like you'd get like you get like the the sauce at the beginning, it's like, oh hey, here's the group translating it but now it's like everything's so mainstream and so easily accessible mm-hmm. you even you even got like pe- people like disney taking an interest um well, like even tra- official translations right official japan, translations japan uh, have never wanted to do that for so long but then uh since viz started doing it they have like jump plus and stuff like that right exactly and so now everything's way more accessible i will say i am jealous of the fact that you guys were able to attend those earlier conventions yeah 
for yeah. the reason that you got to go before it was mainstream. So really, it was like you got. It was like a, it was a, like a it was true a, con experience. More of a concentrated dose. Yeah, absolutely, uh, for real. You're gatekeeping cons, I, Johnny. Man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I think, man, you didn't actually... have a true con experience until you got to fight a hobo <laughs> on the bus. You <laughs> <laughs> thought you were a demon because he was meant to be out. No. I, was, I will say that you as a first time goer you have like no prior expectations right so it's like and from our perspective like every con post-covid is going to be worse than you know covid pre-covid so we're going to be living yeah. the glory days be like to rosy tint glasses but you don't you have a no prior experience you it only goes up from here this is probably the by far the worst year as everyone's reclimatizing back to cons so mm -hmm. you only have up, guys, uh, you, like, guess, up. you guys are all like thanos they eh? curse for knowledge <laughs> 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 and it normally gets you get better uh, habits you get better like ways to set yourself up you're able to like schedule yourself better so that when the next time comes around you'll be more prepared whether it comes to more storage whether it comes to more snacks or mm -hmm. drinks yeah. water for sure always stay hydrated oh my I, god yeah. I, I was like, off of the plane Dude. so i told so i had the backpack i just didn't mm -hmm. have like a bottle with me until uh saturday sunday so it was like yep nope Ooh. i'm a little bit this is how I know that it's like part of the woke generation now that's in, into anime. They had water stations, freaking water yeah. stations. Very, very, very Back smart. in my day, you had to pay eight dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> oh dear god! Oh dear god! Gone within hazards. I know, I know. And then you would. Uh, I'm telling you, that's why I feel like ups and downs, definitely, right? Yeah, because uh, definitely, yeah. It's always it going to be a different experience. And plus, uh, Anime the... North is the only anime convention that I've gone to. Like uh, Anime Expo, I don't really think counts. Because, like, there was hardly anything anime-related. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, nice. you see a bunch of random stuff. Obviously, you see the main things. But uh, the one, one, one big important thing that I did notice uh, was, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, panels and stuff. Because I was never really big on those. Uh, well, but then I, I figured a lot of people would be into like that. for this year. Yeah. So, so part of my observation of going to the con for this year is because we're in post-COVID, um, it's really hard to find talent or, like, to reliably people uh to pre-register and things like that um there was a there's a lack mm -hmm. of large headlining events for this year so like there's no big concert yeah, there's no like sure. um uh like yeah, he doesn't even know about the concert oh. right yeah, yeah we, we didn't get to experience any of that um yeah. speaking more on like the planning and stuff even for panels uh we only went to like a handful of them um i remember like the ava one being, two yeah I remember, I remember the ava one being like really well spoken and, and well, that's where we met these guys it was such a great was, panel and that was definitely like that was the moment where i was like oh man this is this is peak convention that, like, that was like a unity awesome. moment for me i was like for real especially because the night before we walked into a we walked into like a fate panel oh, nice. randomly and it was like <laughs> it was a room full of awkward guys it's like i remember some guy being like anybody want to ask any questions i'm like oh nobody. no we were trying to find a different panel we just walked into oh, the oh my god it's like dude if 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 social anxiety was like embodied into a room and it just possessed everybody it's that room man i know you mean the entire convention at that point right yeah that definitely seems like it was it was a common theme with just big named and big series with big fan bases not necessarily having like the best center and through line and not having the best organization either considering that yeah no we we were in another uh we were at another panel during the fate series but for us in particular i would say i didn't get to go through with it but johnny unfortunately had the misgivings of actually walking into the jojo panel mm -hmm. which you couldn't even call a jojo uh, panel it's rough. It was, okay it so like basically like heading into the jojo uh, panel like really like jojo i like hirohito garaki's like uh art style i love his like way of writing his characters like there are a lot of like interesting layers to jojo as a fandom so it I was like really disappointed in walking into a room when it was uh, just basically a bunch of fans saying like, "Do you like this character? Cheer for this character. Do you yeah. like this character? Cheer for that character. Oh, Do you think yeah. this character is I good? You telling us. Right? And like, like it just undercuts a lot of like grandiose nature of like like JoJo as a global phenomenon, or like at least like a phenomenon within the anime community and memes and what have you." It was just wasted potential to have like yeah. all of this talent, these great cosplayers, these you know very diehard fans congregate around other diehard fans, only for you to be like, this is like having a very surface level discussion about it, um, right? I feel that panels say, uh, this year were either put together very last minute. I felt or were done so mm -hmm. in a very disorganized 
fashion. It was just yeah, no, you know, touching on what you're saying, what definitely happened there, or what I feel like, is they had a solid lineup that from like the original one 2020 when that got canceled, they tried to bring them back, but then they probably canceled again. He's like, no way, I'm not doing that anymore. And then you're not able to get any like talent like that, like, like you're saying. Because for sure, I, I think one of the best panels I, I went to, sorry to interrupt, uh, was definitely, uh, I, for, I honestly forgot his name and I feel bad about it now, was Akira Toriyama's assistant. He showed up at a panel for Dragon Ball and he talked about any other works that he's done as well. And I, I attended it. Dude, it, this was in like You're 2000. Like, my balls right now? <laughs> that was like 2016 um, though. Oh, but, okay. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. But the wild <laughs> thing about that was they actually had solid questions solid uh photo events right because he took photos of people dressed up in dragon ball cosplay and then he talked about how the schedules were like he had to work like crazy hours like 16 18 yeah, like hours else the and then, uh, exactly right but then he talked about how great it was because he had a great vision and then he kept everybody focused and on track wow. and i was just like wow that, that was very insightful to see in the background for dragon ball i'm like i wish i could do more of that stuff but then you look at how crazy the panels are i'm like oh man that's super busy i yeah. feel like um i think uh, mm-hmm. i think Damn it, the last one point. It's also like having guests come in to host panels uh, brings a lot of like yeah. organization along with it, regardless. Because I remember the year that Team Four Star came into uh, into host a panel. Oh right? so you had, man! Like, people... Come on! <laughs> we missed all these really fun experiences where they were really engaged with the audience. Uh, a lot of fans came out, and you had like good questions, good conversation. Like there was good interaction, right? That's what I was hoping for, for for this year. But and like also because like mm-hmm. there was a lack of headliners for this year, I expected like most or if not more people to like head diverge into the the Delta, which was where most of the mm-hmm. panels were held regardless. So that's just my observations. Yeah. I do think that I mean, the uh, defining characteristic between a good and bad panel, and this is pretty easy to say. I like I don't even think I'm saying anything incredibly insightful, just off of like what I did see is it's it's the panelists right do you have panelists who are well informed and uh well educated on the topic that they're that they're discussing and if so are they able to guide the audience because i think definitely like fans want to talk about interesting things i'm sure that they do have a lot of things that they want to talk about but sometimes like it's 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 sort of like even like with this podcast like it takes a bit of time to get the ball rolling you need one or two people to kind of incite the conversation, get it going in the right direction. And then you can have some really interesting conversations. Like with like with what you were saying with the JoJo panel, very surface level stuff, just talking about favorite characters and, and really like just anything you could have in a quick 15 minute conversation. And the fact that no one was able to break through uh, and, and talk about some of the deeper themes about the show or even just kind of like, you know, the show itself, the cultural impact or, or even just like talking about really like, any kind of personal connection that you might have to the story. What's your favorite part? Why is it your favorite part? You know, anything beyond just surface level, like, oh, it's harder, deal's the best, right? You need people to be able to incite conversation so that you, you can get that kind of interaction. Otherwise, yeah, everyone's going to get lost in the sauce. It's really easy to just sit there and be like, mm, I know I want to talk about things, but for some reason, my brain is preventing me from doing so. Yeah, I've definitely, definitely yeah, I've had that too. I've had that too, where just massive brain block, and then I'll go home and I'm like, God damn it, why am I, why am I so inclined to have a conversation with myself yeah. now? Like, what, <laughs> what is this? You know? Yeah, no, it's definitely it all depends. Considering that not only do you have to have knowledge on the topic that you're going through, which is still easy enough to find out, but also being able to present that and keep everything moderated inside of like a good piece of back and forth and the conversation with your audience is definitely. It's another thing entirely. So it's very rare, but inc- ex- uh, extremely lucky when you're able to find somebody, especially at a con, who's able to juggle both uh, at a very good degree. Because I would say the, um, I would say the one that had the most experience, but didn't necessarily have. Actually, no, he did have experience, and he still was able to like uh, turn the room into like a really good bit of a back and forth. Is that there was a, a panel on the trends in animation, and it was a man who worked for UPA uh, for the North American like animation. Uh, biz like back in the 80s and 90s and he was still a fan to this day and he was still having a lot of good insightful pieces not only on the trends in North American animation and French animation that took a lot of inspiration from Japan 
and moving a lot of that stuff forward, but also leading into what was essentially going into like Saturday morning cartoons and how a lot of the Kickstarter stuff was going to be lining up as well as what essentially they're going to be looking for in future styles, like how Arcane, how the bad guys, how uh, Spider-Verse has been able to take that 3D animated uh, fixture with the majority of the uh, tools that are at their disposal, but give it a really nice 2D shade and polish mm -hmm. that yeah. have, that's been having a really good impact and has been like lining itself up to be hopefully one of the next big trends, which is honestly fantastic. And then, yeah, oh, really? but then especially of course with the coming out of their new movie, because that could mean a lot of stuff because um, I'm hoping that anime in general moves away from that cheap 3D easy modeling that they're doing and more towards the Spider-Man stuff, you know, cell shaded I mean? and yeah, I don't know if that comparison makes a lot of sense. It's just that for, for the 3D items, like for Overlord or um, for uh, Kevin Ashua, it felt so off. I wish they'd move. Yeah, I, I wish they'd move away from that and then move toward more towards like um, uh, the uh, anime. Cell, uh, sorry, the cell shading of uh, animated style for Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider because yeah. like even fucking Sword Art got bought out by that 3D shit. Oh, interesting. I don't know if yeah. you know this, but Sword Art is still going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, I will say that with 3D animation, I definitely think it's 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 come a far away, but I can understand the desire to want it to to want to adopt a more not even like a more like streamlined style, but I do agree. Like the bad guys, Arcane, like Spider-Verse, those shows look insane. I think there's a show coming out, uh, it's Netflix in collaboration with Kid Cudi. Uh, with a very similar style to Spider-Verse with that kind of cel-shaded look, but the fact that it's 3D animated, like I watched Arcane, blew my mind. I'm like, there's no way this is 3D. There's no way. But there's something so visually pleasing about that. That being said, me and Brian are currently watching MS Igloo, which is like a 2003 3D animated Gundam show. And oh uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, man. We've come a long way. 3D animation yeah. used to be dog shit. I mean, it's something else. It used to be something else. You can tell something, something second season of the show. <laughs> oh, God. something we don't 2016. Need to talk about that. We don't yeah. need to talk about that, bro. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the dark <laughs> something it something 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 2016. Oh, That's God, just damn. a yeah. whole other can of worms Blame. entirely. For real. Yeah. Why can't we just get a cohesive like A to B? You know, just adapt it. Just do it well. Put money yeah. into it. If no, Madhouse... no, 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 putting money into it is the problem, because. <sighs> Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, don't go down this rabbit hole because then you'll get mad at all the companies that are in charge. Because <laughs> yeah. they all make well, stupid business. Uh, uh, the thing is that 3D animation is fundamentally cheaper than 2D, so like individually yes. animation frames drawn, right? So it, it, if we were talking pure business, it does make sense that a lot of more anime are going 3D style. But it's just that they haven't got to the point where mm -hmm. they have oodles of budget like Arcane did. Yeah, yeah. Veering back to the... Uh, See, to that's the thing. Arcane had, like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. But veering, veering back to the convention real quick. Um, do you guys have any favorite panels that, that you wanted to, like, touch up on? Or? I think, like, one of the favorite panels that stood out to me, one of the few that I enjoyed for, for most of this con, was um, uh, critically engaging with anime. So, basically, it had um, a couple of master's students in, like, anthropology uh, and media studies. Just people who were well-taught and had the insight from the academic perspective of like how to read or engage with anime like what tools do you want to use to think about how an author is conveying an idea like how you use a lot of shorthands for like with tropes in order to tell a story um i think that that was the most insightful for me right because they had people come in they filled the room and they had everybody hanging on on the words they're putting out they were giving people insight they were engaging with audience questions uh it was just really well organized and they had like a lot of follow-up resources that people who attended the panel would have something to walk away with right it's not just something like we're just mm -hmm. here to entertain you guys but you know we're here to like give you some some food for thought right and maybe you can move that forward with other your other avenues of of enjoying anime or how to different ways that you can enjoy anime giving you tools to work with that was the most like gratifying for me of this weekend of that weekend Mm -hmm. I wish I went to that it one. Seems interesting, yeah. It seems very entertaining. So that was just like one of the standout panels. But aside from that, that I feel like this year is kind of lacking. I feel like we're we're moving to the position where like we should host a panel if we're gonna talk so so much smack about it. 
we might have another episode of like <laughs> yeah, we might have like another panel or uh, episode where we talk about like what we would like to like hosting a panel and the ins and outs to doing it. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. I think it'd be really. And then you can definitely yeah. see how hard it is, and then why it's so, why everything's so. Right. Stuck. Yeah. It's yeah. A, <laughs> absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, well, oh, dude, like, yeah, no, you're 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 like that uh, freshly doe-eyed kid who's like, yeah, I'm gonna go in and gonna make a difference. Then you see how harsh <laughs> the real world is. <laughs> oh man. Because I mean, as a whole, definitely for sure, these conventions are honestly such a big release. The only negative thing I will say is because, god damn it, why wasn't this in May? Because it's always supposed to be in spring with the cherry blossoms. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I was hearing that like, because uh, I was actually completely unaware that it was normally in May. It would have been way better weather-wise. It would have been mm. just like yeah. This is the first time I've had it in summer. So yeah, it's very yeah, yeah it's very like deep in summer too. It's like end of yeah. uh, it was end of what June I believe or when was it? Which yeah. one? This one? Yeah, this was like end of June, no? It was in July, my guy. Oh man, I am <laughs> terrible with the memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Wait, it was two weeks ago, bro. <laughs> two weeks ago. I'm just joking. Yeah, it, it was June seventeenth. June seventeenth. Okay. Whoops. But uh, yeah, definitely was very hot this year. So having it in May probably would have been better. I think that was a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid take on this anime experience. <laughs> Yo, anybody yeah, else? Sure. Uh, anybody else have any closing thoughts to add? Uh, not much. Um, I definitely appreciate. Uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. You can um, you can honestly just keep uh, talking and like bring the guy in if you want to go. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be lining up since I've got a prior engagement to uh, finish uh, up the last of it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm interested in doing this again in terms yeah, of like sure. lining up because we've got, we've got more than a plethora of ideas to go through and like experience. We were baby, we were, <laughs> we were barely even able to break through the surface like breaking into Saturday. Or lining up on how the majority of the events were going down there. It's it's got a lot of good stuff, but um, yeah, no, I definitely appreciate you guys stopping by. Right. Cool. Yeah, right. thanks. Yeah, thank for, you so uh, much for having us. Thanks Super for having fun, us, man. man. I really appreciate that. Again, always fun to talk with like-minded individuals, and more than anything, it's just it's good to discuss, good to scratch yeah. that itch. Talk about our anime. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.